Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. Welcome, welcome everyone. I am so excited to be here today to bring you this fabulous woman. Last month, I had the incredible opportunity of interviewing the keynote speaker at Women in Wealth Conference. It was so great. It was amazing. So I brought on to the show today, back to the show, but Jasmine Brandt with Her Texas. So what we did, we talked about empowering and inspiring women and investing in women. And that's what we're doing today on the show. This recording again was done back in March, but we are going to reiterate this again and bring you more and more information. So welcome to the show, Jasmine Brandt. And we are talking the journey of a woman investing in women. And that's this woman right next to me. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Tiffany. First of all, how cute are we together, you guys? I feel like we're the new dynamic. Yeah. Delma Louise? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I have to laugh. I, got, I can't hear, and she tells me she can't see, but I think she's trying to make me feel better. So there she is investing in my mental health. <laughs> so it's so good to talk to you. You too. I'm so excited about this chat and also for this conference and the fact that it's on International Women's Day. It's isn't that fabulous? Yes. I mean, okay, y'all, I say fabulous a lot because hence the name of my show. Yes. But um, we are really going to dig in. And I had the opportunity of meeting Jasmine uh, a few weeks ago, and we had the opportunity to chat. And, you know, this is a t the type of woman. I'm 58 years old, and I wish that this woman would have been in my life back many, many years ago when... I am not sure that I had the community of women supporting women. So, and when I say that, give us investing in women. What are you talking about? Because you know what goes to my mind first. Yes. And so I also didn't have that community of women too, which is why I have done a lot of the work I've done for the last decade is really trying to reimagine what it means to create community for women. But we always think financial investing, and that is a huge part, especially if you're a female founder or a small business owner, you know how important funding is. But we're also at a place now where we, every woman can be an investor in another woman. And it, financial is part of it, but it's also the time we spend, the care, um, the mentorship that we do. That's This is all investing. And so that's kind of what I wanted to to kind of talk to today about is that we are all investors. I think it's just reimagining what that word is and really making it fit for what, what we are and who we are as women. Right. And when you and I had that conversation, mm -hmm. I, I did think the first thing I thought was, because that's what we're conditioned mm -hmm. to do is think investment through financials. And that's not necessarily it at all. Of course. Yes. Of course. Everyone going, we're not, we're not saying you don't mm -hmm. need the financial piece, but investing in women, you are investing in me now mm -hmm. and I'm investing in you and yes. all of you for sure. Um, so Tell us how to do this. I mean, tell us because I want to bring in the word mentorship mm -hmm. as well. So tell us how everyone can do this. Yeah. You know, what's interesting when I started Her Texas, it really was going to be just a social networking group. Um, I found that we have a challenge in the state of Texas. There's so many of us and just geographically connecting women. There's so many th great things happening in Fort Worth and Dallas and Waco, El Paso. And so the genesis of Her Texas was just to get us talking to one another. But then I started thinking, what if we built this really amazing membership, but we use the power of us, kind of a for us, by us to not only bring awareness to all of our companies, but also to start investing in one another. And you believe based on kind of, if you hear the word investor, that you have to invest a ton of money. Certain situations, yes, there are accredited investors 
that are really looking for a financial return. But there's so much social currency that we can build by investing in women. And our belief at Her Texas is that collectively, whether you have $50, 500 or 500,000, it's about us investing in, in each other together. And so my dollar goes much further if it's uh, myself plus 2,000 women. Mm -hmm. And that's really the, the principle. And I got an aha moment when I started thinking, Let's build this really incredible women, a community of women. But what can we do if we come together? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've got the brunch thing down. We've got brunch down. We've mm -hmm. got the shopping. We've got the connectivity. But what if we actually started to add this ability to actually bring to connectivity around investing in one another? But I think before we can talk about the financial investing, we have to talk about just investing in general, that it's really our responsibility as women to look out for the women right next to us. Exactly. And, and you know, you said that perfectly because investment is so, so important. Mm -hmm. And when we, and you and I were talking about this, y'all, when we go to brunch with friends or girlfriends mm -hmm. or lunch, a lot of times I'm talking about, oh my goodness, my, my children or my mm -hmm. husband or menopause or lack thereof, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And we're not digging in. Yes, exactly. Give us an example of you were talking about your friend yeah. playing golf. Well, I, you know, I have a, a guy friend and he um, was telling me that he and a couple of friends had gone to play golf. And side note, that's my next hobby <laughs> is to try to do golf. But that's another conversation. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Bless you. Yes. But he said he and his friends were out playing golf and they um, had found out that a friend of theirs was raising capital for their business. It was five of them. And at the end of the, the match, I don't even know what you even call it when you go out there and play golf and you finish it. A round, match, round, round. Um, <laughs> see, we need help. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of their round slash match, they had raised $100,000. And I was like, you know what? We, when we are supportive of other women, so if we find out, Tiffany, if you've got a shop, I'm going to tell all my girlfriends, we're going to go out there and shop and buy. So how do, how can we can't do the same thing? We can still go to brunch. We can talk about my love life, which is another conversation, Tiffany, on top I of know. that. I know. That's a brunch date. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but how about we talk about our girlfriend and I that has got a company or she just opened up a restaurant. How about we talk about how we can kind of, um, you know, mobilize around her. So it's just reimagining that we are all investors. It's part of our responsibility while we're here, especially it's about paying it forward, but really strategically doing that. And that's kind of what my goal is to get us thinking differently about investing. It gets scary because we start talking about money and it is a big piece of it, but I think we can get to where we need to. We know there's a disconnect when it comes to the amount of funding that women-owned businesses get. And I think we can get there. We can kind of fill in that gap, but we've got to change our mindset about it's important to invest in other women. You know what? Last night I um, was emceeing a wine dinner mm -hmm. And um, I love being an MC. I love interviewing people. I love digging in. Um, I Someone introduced me, and I have a point here, but someone <laughs> introduced me, and they're like, uh, this is Chef Tiffany Blackman. Mm -hmm. And if somebody, I mean, people that know me were looking at me like, what? Do you find women do not, do not brag on themselves? Or maybe they brag too much. But do you find that women are not, they just don't explain everything about themselves. Why? Yes, it's probably the biggest thing I have observed. I've been in the startup community as a volunteer, as a leader, as I'm also a founder. And when I have when I've met with female founders and male founders, and they are pitching their companies, the male founder, um, and this is not always the case, will come be very confident about their company, pitch it, ask for a large amount of money. 
And every time with a female founder, she's organized, she's done all this research, she comes and asks for a fraction of it. And mm. really hasn't even mentioned herself as a, a secret ingredient, a big ingredient of the company's success. And so this is kind of comes back into this investing. We need help with this. And so if she has a difficulty kind of bragging herself, we should be doing it for us. Today, I just posted, a, uh, did a social post about a friend, Kimberly O'Neill, Neil, who's been part of the community for a long time. We had a great conversation. She gave me just such encouraging advice about all the stuff I'm looking to do. And I gave her a shout out today because we need to actually do that for one another. She's so busy doing the work, doing supporting others that she sometimes doesn't always do it for herself. And not that she needed me to do it. It's just part of this culture of investing in one another. Absolutely. And I just feel like we're missing a piece mm -hmm. for sure. What role has men multiple men mm -hmm. or single men, mm -hmm. like just a singular man, man, played in your career? You know, to this thought of, of us, how we think about business and investing, it was a, 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 a mentor of mine, a man who told me, Jasmine, you need to think bigger with her, Texas. Like, you can do more. And he said, you like events, but you don't like them that much. He goes, why are you planning so many events? And I go, I think that's what I'm supposed to do. He goes, but well, what would you like to do? I said, you know what would be amazing if every woman in Texas is an investor. He goes, that's what it is. He said, you can do it this way. So I think men have inspired me to think bigger. Now, not to say it's been a, a rosy situation, no. right? We still have so many challenges in the workforce. But I think men sometimes have an unapologetic nature when it comes to business that we can kind of get inspired by. I also say there are lots of allies, especially today. I went to an event this morning. Half the guys were wearing purple for International Women's Day. We also have incredible male allies that I always want to give a shout out. Her Texas, it is an organization for women, but we will definitely need the support, love, and guidance of men to be part of what we're trying to build. We're really trying to build a movement and change the culture of investing here in the state of Texas. And we're going to definitely need everyone to be a part of that. Even the young girls, they need to be a part of this culture oh. too. They should be talking about investing in the fourth grade. And how amazing would that be if we have these girls and I've given $10 for the year, but she's like, I'm putting that towards another woman, woman owned business. Like, I feel like that is when my work will feel like I've gotten there. Well, and this is a question for you, but it's also a question for all of y'all because we're going to have a Q&A at the end. But what about incorporating this into Texas curriculums for the schools? Okay, now see, this is where we got to go grab wine and talk about this, <laughs> Tiffany. For sure. I knew it. I yes. knew you were going to come up with a fabulous yes. I mean, <laughs> idea, but right? that was some of what I thought about was to change culture. It starts with the big girls. So it starts with moms and the mother is the center of everything. The mother in the household, especially those women that are mothers and have businesses, they, they will yield so much influence, not only in their household, but in the community too. But then it's going to go down to our little girls. I don't have a daughter yet, but I do have an adorable, very sassy niece named Zaya. And she just <laughs> told me a couple of days ago how much money she had in her bank account. So I was like, you know what, Zaya, we're going to start getting this investing. I haven't told her this yet, but I will. <laughs> I mean, that is impressive. Mm -hmm. And you know, this generation of, of kids, I say kids, um, my daughter's 23, about mm -hmm. to be 24. I am so impressed uh -huh. with how they support each yes. other male, female, race, I mean, yes. whatever the case may be, how incredible, incredible. Yes. I just don't feel like my generation was there. And I'm not, y'all that are my age, I'm really not. I'm just thinking that we can do better. It's, they have a certain <laughs> sense of freedom. I would tell you this too, because I've had some, some girlfriends that had children, kids, teens, they have a very, like, their standards they set are very different. I know when I first started working as an intern, 
we did everything. Like the expectation was you get coffee, you do everything. Oh. I was talking to a friend of mine and she was bringing on an intern. The intern was asking for what her DEI policy was. What was the expectations? And I go, I would have never thought to even think about this. They have a fierceness that I think comes from the digital age we're in and the freedom they have to speak up and share their voice, which I think we just didn't have that previously. So I like a lot of it is, can we say badass? It's a really badass. Of course badass. you can. <laughs> so they yes. got that spirit. And I think if you add in the education, the support and mentorship, these girls are going to be unstoppable. Like Zaya will definitely be a CEO. Hopefully I'll be working for her. She probably <laughs> won't hire me though. But that, hey, that's true. <laughs> and you know, that is such a great, I mean, it's just amazing looking at these young girls. And 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 I have a, a, a young woman in my life. She was at my home last night and she is negotiating a contract for an, for new employment. She's 23, wow. 22. And y'all, I didn't know to negotiate a contract mm. last week. I mean, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Totally. I mean, yeah. Isn't that impressive? Well, even this idea of I want to find love, I want to get married, but my career's first. That's the other thing too. These, I think that that's the new generation of we can have it all, but it's on our schedules, on our time. And I think this is why investing is important now too, because before, it felt like it was just a, a man's game. And even in the state of Texas, we look at the women that are VCs or the leading the charge, like Laura Baldwin's one of our kind of thought leadership in, in angel investing. She's usually one of few. She's leading the charge, but we need more women to have her back to support her. We need more women that are angel investors. We just need more of it. And me working with women for so long, I realized it takes these small incremental changes for us. We want to invest. And most women, if I call someone up and say, Hey, meet me at this brunch place. She just opened this restaurant. Most of the women in my life will be like, yes, let's go support her. Let's go shop. So we have the ability to invest. I just think it's a culture of what it means to be an investor. And we really are an investor, whether you have $5 in your pocket now or 5000 That's true. That, I mean, in, in every way. How many men, women are there in Texas? Gosh, I think we're close to 16 and a half million. There you go. Yes. If you gave mm -hmm. a dollar. A dollar. Y'all, game changer. I mean, it's a game changer. Yes. And yes. we can find, we can get all this information through through your your business. Yes, her Texas is in all the social channels. We have, you know, when I started working on in 2019, I the iteration of what it's been has changed so many times. And I tell a lot of business owners is we get so scared to make changes as founders. But as I tell a lot of my kind of young mentees, we're allowed to shift to pivot. Maybe I wanted to date him. Maybe I wanted to get married. I'm going this way. Maybe I thought I was going to be in this career. I'm going to start a business. Like we have the freedom to make the pivots. And that's when I realized with her Texas, I was like, I want to go a different direction. This is hopefully would be my life's work. And so her Texas, we are finally going to be launching our statewide membership. People have been like, Jasmine, what are you doing? We're waiting. But I really wanted to make sure it was something where we were going to make a huge impact. And, and we also want to amplify organizations, you know, with all of the events. We do events okay. There's some orgs that do events like oh. incredible. Oh. So we stay in our lane. Like, mm -hmm. let's, sure. but can we amplify what she's doing? That's really what I hope for her, Texas. But May is our, our big sweet month where we'll finally launch our membership statewide, which I'm so excited. So May is yes, it. Okay. May. We're going to shout from, yes. the, shout from, the, so from the mountains. So tell me this. As a young girl, I look at beautiful you sitting next Ooh, to me. Oh, did you say young? <laughs> yes. We can stop the interview now. Yes. We're the duo here, right? <laughs> I, uh, you know, as a young girl, and back many, many years ago, mm -hmm. when you were, what was your dream? Was it your dream to do what you're doing now? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I actually wanted to be, I, 
wanted to be Claire Huxtable on the Cosby Show. Oh my god. I thought I wanted an attorney and she had a fireplace in her kitchen. I don't know what the attorney meant, but I wanted that fireplace in my kitchen. So I was planning on going to law school. I went to SMU, Pony Up for all those Mustangs watching. And I thought I started visiting law school and I was like, WTF, I won't make it here because I'm a creative. And I got an internship in marketing. I was like, okay, this, these are my this tribe. These are my people. But you know what's interesting? My dad used to tell me I went to private school and all the girls, we had to wear skirts or dresses. And my family didn't have a lot of money. So the boys wore pants. The pants were cheaper. And so my dad bought me the pants because we just couldn't afford the girl's skirts, the uniform. And I was the first girl to wear pants back then. And I wore them because we just didn't have a lot of money. But I, now that I think about it, I, I was really, I didn't even know I was doing something different. I just was like, this is what it is. And I think I've always had that in my life that this is just what, this is the real life. And so then girls started to get to wear pants too. I was like, we're playing on the playground. Why can't we wear pants? That is, okay, that is all right. Yeah, so I think it's just always kind of been there, but that's thanks to my my amazing parents. They're both no longer here, but they really instilled this idea of being strong and believing in myself. And my dad made us feel so confident. He was very critical on us too, but very supportive because he really believed we could do anything and not letting how much money we didn't have and where we were from stop us from really achieving. Even at SMU, I felt like, oh gosh, do I fit in at SMU? Because SMU was expensive and most of my friends had cars. I didn't have one sure. for the first year. And he's like, you have ideas, Jasmine. Ideas are valuable prices. He goes, you can create ideas. You can think outside the box. So that's what will always be. You keep doing that. You can fit in anywhere. He was right. Although I was a nerd though at SMU for those who knew me the first two years. <laughs> it took a while. It took a minute, right? It took a while, yeah. <laughs> you know, as I sit here and talk to you, and I'm sure you're all feeling the same way, um, I have so many questions. This could go on and on. So many questions. I went to TCU and had a very, I mean, we couldn't afford it. I was, it was yeah, a scholarship. Yeah. And uh, I remember, and I'm, and I'm saying this because I'm quite certain there is the population that goes through this as well. I remember driving up in my jalopy, literally, and um, I had this embarrassment, and I know shame is the worst emotion you can have, yes. but I had it, but had it because I didn't think I fit in, and um, for those, the, the, the kids, I looked around and it was like, this is a foreign car parking lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was very um, intimidating, yes. but you know what? Back then, there was a group of young women, mm -hmm. we were all in different sororities and different mm -hmm. clubs that took me in and they mm. leaned in. Yeah, they leaned into exactly. me. I mean, they. I felt like I wasn't alone. And I think we still have those women that do that. You know, same about the car. I did finally get one my sophomore year, but the right door didn't open. So I did get a car, <laughs> but you <laughs> might, at this point, you might as well not even give me one at this point. But <laughs> I had a group of women too that supported me, loved me. And it's the same thing. I think we still have that. And we don't have to be from the same backgrounds. No. We don't have to even have the same experiences. I learned this when I started Her Texas because I started hosting these events uh, called Coffee Mimosas, where it was coffee, but then I added the mimosas, Tiffany. And of course, of course. we got 100 plus women to join us. <laughs> oh. But we started talking about whether you just started your company, you've been around for a long time. We have these things in common. If we actually stop to think about how do we invest in one another? And it doesn't take a whole lot to be an investor. Now, if you're at a place where you can write a check, write the check, mm -hmm. <laughs> really write the check, yeah. find out if you're afraid of money. And I know a lot of you, this is a scary topic, right? 
talking about money, finances, investing feels foreign for some of us. But I think that's really what I hope with her text is that we start to create this conversation where you kind of get in where you fit in. If you're right now where you're like, you know what, I would like to start to figure out a way to support women-owned businesses. Great. Or I'm going to go start shopping and, and supporting female-owned shops. Like this is also an investment to paying and buying like likes are good. Actually purchasing tickets, buying things, subscribing to things. Yes. It's just as good. Like these are the investments. And I think this is kind of the mission that I'd like to kind of really get out there is that we are all investors. Some of us are investing um, at a different rate. Some of us, as our careers grow, I know when I was 21, I wasn't even thinking about investing. Now I'm at a place where I can mm -hmm. pour into women. But I realized to get Zaya, who's six right now, and sassy and open to everything, to get her to start talking about investing to her girlfriends, because she does have them. She's got a whole little girl posse at six. They can start talking about supporting. She'll start talking about supporting and creating her own company. And now we create this kind of ecosystem where we're not only creating companies, because Texas ranks, I think, number two as far as the state that, that starts. A lot of women are starting companies here. But we still have a huge lag as far as the percentages of how much funding. And so we shouldn't have to all rely on venture capital to fund our companies. We should be able to have more options. And if we actually come together, we can actually do a whole lot. And I think that's what I started thinking about. We have a lot of really badass women here in the state of Texas. We can make a couple calls and we could change the world. And you are helping doing that. Thank you right? so much. You are. Thanks. You are with your company. Thank and you. How, tell us, how long have you had your company? I started the idea in 2019 because I had a friend that was an investor in Austin. She was looking for some startups. And then at the same time, I had a friend that went to Baylor and was looking to get plugged in the ecosystem. I just happened to be around for a long time and a bit of a connector. So I was just emailing this connection myself. I'm slow as a turtle with the email, as everybody knows when they email me because it's a lot coming in. And I was like, there has to be some better way to connect us. Why aren't we working together city to city? And I thought, as Texas, and I think it's a female male thing, though. I think women inherently, we're always looking for some of those connections even if we don't know how to do it. And I thought, why aren't the women in Austin supporting what's happening in Dallas? It feels like six different countries sometimes when you think Houston and Dallas. And so if I have an online business, e-commerce, I can definitely support her from wherever she is. And so 2019, I started having these events around the state and thought, okay, this is really cool. The pandemic is when I realized, I heard from a young lady, I don't even remember the town name. She had like 2000 was the town limit. And she found one of our events on Facebook and she goes, I'm so excited to connect with you all. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, we don't have anything like this where I'm from. And she was 21. And she goes, am I too old to start a business? Oh I go, gosh. no. She said, she also was told she was too old. She should have already had kids by now. And that's when I started realizing it's bigger than Austin, Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio. That's one. Texas is a huge state. But then the, the pressure on women depends on where you're at. And so from her town, 21, most of her friends already had two or three kids. So, and she said, I felt like there was something more for me. And she's like, I found your page. And that's when I realized the pandemic, I was like, oh gosh, this is not just social events. This is something like an ecosystem creating our own table so that we can kind of invite who we want to. And that changed in the pandemic as we were hating those Zooms. That's really what helped us connect because she and her small town connected with the woman in Austin. And that's why sometimes when we have tragedy or challenges and some of the the beauty comes out of that. We would have never thought to to start connecting this way if it hadn't been the fact that we were forced with wine in those Zoom those Zoom meetings. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the I didn't realize this is how oblivious I was, but I didn't realize there was Zoom before 
We oh, also. a lot of people. I know. You know, it was a lot of people were using it. I did. I used it, but I hated it. I hated it. But <laughs> see, did? yeah, and people don't ever believe me, Tiffany, but I'm an introvert. Yeah, I'm just loud. I'm just loud. She can't be. No, I'm so loud. Like, I was so shy growing up. And so, even in networking events, I plan them strategically and I leave out. People always see me loud talking and then I sneak out. You never see me there. But like the Zoom meetings were great for me because I got to meet women from all over and got to have these connections. And we started realizing, well, we've got a lot of challenges. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm in the same place. I don't know how to start my business. What's a, how do I get an EIN number? Like these are things that it didn't matter that I was in Austin or, or San Antonio, mm. El Paso. It was the same challenges. And if you start talking about managing it all, motherhood, dating, relationship, we have the same challenges here the same maybe the next will be a statewide dating site maybe that's next wow i don't know let me first start on investing <laughs> that's already a big enough <laughs> challenge I, I, I would need to stay in my life because i'm married yeah. <laughs> don't worry honey i'm not gonna do that i'm telling you you know what uh, and i know and i do because you and i met mm -hmm. um through networking mm -hmm. i am in the business of social media mm -hmm. okay I know there's negative connotations to social media. Mm -hmm. I know that. But let me tell you, Jasmine, yes. everyone else, I have met the most fabulous men and women. Yes. And again, I'm married. I'm happily married. Mm -hmm. But women and men, it's mostly women that just support me. Yes. And like everything you said somewhere mm -hmm. in your bio, mm -hmm. it's not all about likes. But you know what? When someone, and it's not, it's, mm -hmm. I'm not saying volume, but. The, the people that, that surround each other yes. through the internet mm -hmm. in a healthy way. Yes. Am I right? I know yes. No, I think there's negatives with all sorts of things, but social media has created this connection point that would be hard without it. I think it's why a lot of the young women are fearless, fearless, fearless too, because they can put out their voice. They can create content. I've seen so much creativity, even on TikTok, which that still gives me a headache, y'all. I'm trying, but... <laughs> There's so much beautiful content and the creativity. And it's like, do I need to go to college? Some of the, I've talked to some young ladies, they really are so creative and they think strategy, they think branding. I think likes without actually additional support. So I've gotten women that have made comments and I'm like, I had no idea she even saw that. Yeah. So it's the support because this is lonely. Starting something brand new can be really lonely. And I think that's part of this investing that the investing could just be sending someone a DM and says, I loved your post. I told Tiffany when I saw her content, I was like, how do I get like Tiffany with this content? <laughs> I don't remember to even think like her in her clothes and everything. I was like, Tiffany, teach me. You're like sweet. But let me tell you the key. The okay. key is probably four or five young women that support me mm. and work with me. Yes. You know, TCU students. Uh, yes. My daughter works with me. It's the younger generation. Last night we were up at 12 o'clock after this event mm -hmm. we had, and they were strategizing my TikTok. What? What? I, what? First of all, I want to say, everyone, oh. I'm 58. What am I doing on TikTok? This but I'm best. teaching you how to make a, an arrangement. It's or, the best. Or investing in talking about yes. you. You yes. know, so. And TikTok, just from a purely strategic platform, makes sense. That's why I'm trying, you guys. I am. But just being on, I mean, just from a purely strategic marketing choice makes total sense for what you're doing. But the fact that they were up late doing that when I was in bed several hours before right? that. I kept going, girls. I, I mean, 
I gotta get up and go to the gym in the morning. I mean, I gotta go. So, and I've I'm gonna I have Jasmine tomorrow. Can you imagine my thoughts? I mean, seriously. But I mean, it's just you don't even have to know anyone. Yes, to it's support. true. Right. Well, and your connections are everywhere. And like, I think that's when the young lady from the small town reached out to me. I go, how amazing is she's in this small town? She never visited Dallas ever. And she was close to Brownsville and she never, but like, it doesn't matter because she can see Dallas through our lens. And if she decides to come to Dallas, what I would hope is that the Her Texas Network is, we will be kind of support system for you. I know I go by referrals, you guys. If I book a hotel, restaurant, I'm looking at those reviews. And I specifically, if I see women tell me something about a hotel, same thing here. I'm looking for a job, Jasmine and Dallas. Who are the employers I should be looking at? Where am I looking for investors? This is the network that we should be providing one another. And it doesn't mean we have to be in the same city. It's hard even in Dallas, you know, the way North Dallas and South Dallas, some people are staying in their little bubble. Mm -hmm. Even just in your own city, it's hard to get connections. So that's really why her text, I think, will solve a lot of those connection challenges. But it starts with us. We don't really need a whole lot of of extra stuff. Mm -hmm. It really starts with just us. And someone sending someone a message that said, I really love what you've done today is an investment, just as much as giving someone $500 or $5,000. That's just an equal investment as well. Right. Yesterday, I did a podcast on um, changing careers. Mm -hmm. And it was a gentleman, young man that was was in the studio. But um, I had a career change mm -hmm. at, oh gosh, oh my, okay, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was very scary. It was very scary going from chef you're in television, radio chef, to what I'm doing now. Yes. Very scary. And a lot of support from a lot of people. But what do you say to those people out yes. there watching us right now mm -hmm. that are ready to move on to another passion and career? What do you say to them? Life is so short. So oh. I lost my mom um, in oh. 2021. And one of the things, and it was unexpected. So she wasn't sick. And it was one of those things I can rationalize and analyze everything, especially with school. I knew if I studied this, I'd get this great with work if I do these things. But I've realized that things are so unpredictable. Like this is a time now that we do have a support system. Actually, sometimes sharing it with someone to say, this is what I'm thinking, a trusted advocate or a friend. Get it outside of yourself. Put it out there for you. I had a friend that tell me, side note, back to love with this way, where she's like, Jasmine, I thought you were in a relationship. I was like, how? She goes, well, I just never, you never talk about it. And uh, she goes, you won't really meet anyone unless it's the Amazon driver because you're in front of your computer all the time. And she goes, if you want to get married or have kids or do anything, you got to tell the world. You got to tell us. You don't have to tell everything. But you have to actually get it out of yourself because you never know who's listening and who has connections, who's been thinking about you or thinking about somebody for you. Same thing about a career change. Someone might say, you know what? You seem unhappy. I didn't want to tell you this, but I'm so glad you're taking a leap. Here's someone you should connect with. I think there's so many women that are, are connectors and don't even know it. If I tell, and I actually have told women about the dating thing, and that opened up a whole other can of worms because then I started getting all kinds of profiles and pictures. I forgot I needed to give them the list of criteria for Stephanie, but that's a whole other. <laughs> they started sending everything. Yeah, okay, my way. never mind. Yeah. But same thing, if you're like, I'm looking to get into fashion, if I think right now I could probably connect someone to fashion, I'd like to be in food, culinary. Yeah. I think I know someone. Mm -hmm. So most of us, we should just realize we're not alone. There is a sisterhood of support that has your back here. It may be scary, especially if you just moved here too. A lot of mm. women just moved to the state of Texas. It may feel very lonely, but I trust trust me that 
Get it outside of yourself. Try. Doesn't mean you have to make big changes either. Small changes. You could start something on the side and test it out first before you make the big leap. Because you know we have bills to pay too. But I think you've got to do something because look right now, it's already March. I was supposed to start my fitness plan back in January. <laughs> Did I start it yet? I, I, I started it a little bit, but it's already March now. It'll be summer and sleeveless, sleeveless shirts and dresses. I got to get started. You can, and you will get okay. started, right. for I sure. Get started. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. This is, and I struggle with this. I know my worth, mm. but I can't sell myself. And I'm wondering how many of y'all out there are feeling the same way. For example, go and, and, and sell a, a whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I cower down, and I respect those women so much that can just dig in. Yeah. I mean, dig in. What do we do? You know, I had a friend of mine, I hosted a women's lunch, a Galentine's lunch a year or two ago, and she had us write a letter to our 14-year-old self. And it was really startling because how you would talk to, how I talked to Zaya, she could do anything. I tell her, you can do anything. I'm probably the worst <laughs> for her, but I do believe <laughs> that she can do anything. And if you started to talk to a 14-year-old Tiffany and tell her about all that you've done, how would you talk to 14-year-old Tiffany? Would you tell her, eh, we did a little bit of something. I think you would tell her to be encouraged, to be excited, to tell her this is what you have to look forward to. Look at all these amazing things. This is what you create. So I think it's really talking to yourself, right? And thinking like the only thing holding ourselves back is ourselves. And it's back to this thing about bragging. And I think kindness, grace, um, a lot, if you mix that with actually talking positively about yourself are good things. I think people worry about, am I going to come off arrogant? Most people don't, don't know anything about what we're doing. It comes back to this. If I knew what you were doing, I would have totally come to your event. I would have shared the content. I had no idea. I'm really bad about this too. In fact, I had a girlfriend, Jessica Vittorio, and those that are in the starter community know Jessica because she's spicy. In fact, when <laughs> she and I first met, she came, I posted something and she got in an argument with me on my social channel. And I was like, we're going to be best friends. Oh I can feel my. this because she is just incredible. But she told me, she goes, what are you doing with her Texas? She goes, just get it out, Jasmine, please. You've been talking about it. And she goes, you tell us to fly the plane as you learn it. She goes, what are you, the perfectionism, just get it out there, put it out there. And I'm like, I don't know if it's ready yet. She goes, there's so many people that will support you regardless of what it is. And knowing that what we do right now is just a phase. It doesn't have to be perfect. This is a phase of our life. We're just, we're trying and we're putting ourselves out there to not hold ourselves to this high expectation. But there's somebody, Tiffany, who can get inspiration from you. And that's what I think about too, is that we've got this limited time on earth. There's some young girl, like the one I talked to in that small town outside of Brownsville that got inspired when she tuned into a Zoom chat and said, I think I want to actually start a podcast. She actually said this. And she goes, I think I could start one. She heard one Zoom conversation and said, and she's in this tiny town of 2000 said, I can start a podcast. Your story, my story, our stories can really change uh, another woman's life. We need each other in order to be successful and to move forward. It's that critical. It is. It is. And, you know, I'm going to use what you're saying there and I'm going to lead into this question because I mentioned this to you a couple of weeks ago. And I always say I started my platform and what I'm doing because I want people to mm -hmm learn and um, help and uh, mentor each yeah. other because I have made, I've had many therapists and many mm -hmm. coaches on my show tell me, stop using mm -hmm. this word. I have made many mistakes and I have many failures, mm -hmm. 
but I have accomplishments and, and success. Yes. So I have learned more from my failures than my success because I was kicked in the butt. Yes. I mean, I mean, I really wasn't like, I'm not doing that again. Yes. Not happening. What in your career, mm-hmm. what have you learned from your mistakes and your success? I mean, I I think it's such a big part of where I am today. I have made the kind of mistakes, you know, Facebook has that thing where they tell you like a throwback to something happened four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. It will remind me of some of the mistakes because some of them were very public. And I, and I used to be embarrassed to talk about it, but I realized it's part of my story at this place. And also there's women that have connected with me and said, thank you so much for sharing your story. I wouldn't be able to innovate. And I think if you're someone who's about innovation, creating new things, there's no way that I could create anything innovative. And that's really kind of been a big part of my personal brand story and my professional story is innovation, looking at what exists and figuring out a different way. You have to make mistakes. Some of them are very embarrassing. Some of the dates that oh. I wish I didn't go into, you haven't even been part of the Bumble era. No, no. Lucky you. Don't Lucky you. Uh-uh. Yes. There's times I swiped right and I should have swiped left. Wow. I should have swiped. I'll, I'll send you the screenshots. Okay, I got to see that. Bad. Okay. But but I, but when you find, you have to swipe left, you have to swipe right on a couple of bad ones because when you finally meet the right one, you're like, okay, now I understand why I'm here. And same for a business too. You will have lots of failures before mm. you actually get to the good one. And people try to portray themselves as perfect, you guys. No, we're just mm-hmm. all trying to figure it out. Most of the companies um, have gone through so many iterations until they've got to where they are now. There's no really overnight success. I, I don't know any that that appears. Even when it looks seamless, there's so much work involved for something to look. You can look at Tiffany's platform, mm. right? It looks seamless mm. and and clean and, and easy. And it's because of the work that she's put mm-hmm. behind it. So fail forward, try new things, have your little posse though. So when you do mess up, you can go have your ice cream and your wine. Cause I got my posse. <laughs> I have three ladies that are part of mine. We do a group chat and we talk about all the things. And But I know I have the security of them to go out and try it too. Cause they'll, they'll have my back too. You know what? That's great what you're saying, because I, I say this a lot on my podcast and, and, and social. I say it. I say, say, say what, what the things that have happened to me or that are going on, mm-hmm. failed marriages, you know, so on and so forth and relationships yeah. like yourself. And then, oh my gosh, X, Y, and Z. And it's amazing how people connect to me and go, I, it happened to you too? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel better. I thought I was the only one. Well, you look like you wouldn't either. Cause I, I did some stalking on Tiffany recently <laughs> and she had these beautiful images from a certain gala. I think you went to recently. Yes. Beautiful photos, beautiful. And you would think, okay, this, she looks perfect, but we had already had our conversation. You already shared that you'd had all these mistakes and failures. And it actually makes you want to connect to someone more to say she had mistakes. She had failures and look where she is now. Still amazing. She's still trying. Doesn't mean there's days when you're like, I can't, I, I don't want to do this today. I still get up every day and I try. And she's now doing it stylishly too, you guys, which is like, that's something inspirational, I think. Hey, talk about inspiration. <laughs> we did do this gala last weekend, y'all. And I had on this gorgeous tool dress. Stunning. I mean, it was stunning. Just well, let me tell you, and what I did put on social media, my stories was when I went to the bathroom and it hit me in the face because it was like, boing, boing, boing. she didn't and post that part. I, I, I just said, oh, y'all, this beat, this is all looks great, but it's not that fabulous. Okay. So yeah. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us today. So tell us how we can find you. Yes. You can find all the information you need on her Texas at her Texas.co. We're also on all the social channels, LinkedIn, you can find us, Instagram, we're her Texas co. But you can find us on Facebook, all any of your favorite social channels. 
We are hopping into May here. This is in April, but in May, tell us about your event. Yes, we actually, since 2019, I've been building Her Texas, and we actually are officially going to be launching our statewide membership May 1st, actually. So May is going to be a very special, magical moment for us because we're finally going to get to start to build membership around the state. Isn't this fabulous? So everyone, make sure you go and follow along with Jasmine. She is so fabulous. I'm just so blessed to have so many wonderful women in my life empowering me. And it's our job to empower each other and to inspire and invest in women. So everyone, follow along with me. Tiffany C. Blackman on Instagram. Tiffany Blackman on YouTube. Hey, we're on YouTube here. So make sure you're watching. Watching, follow along, rate, review, and subscribe. And everyone, have a great day and keep being fabulous.